swiggity swiggity. They're gonna hear me say it again. There go them titties. Uh, we are all here for episode 22 of the Bluegrass Race Hub. Joined as usual by the HMFIC, Jason Collins. This time joined by the Black Alex, the voice of Bridgeport sometimes on Flow Racing. You've heard him a million times. I know you have. He's the world's most famous commentator. So let's get into it. All right, guys, we are going to jump into a recap from last week from Darlington, the opening week of the playoffs. Um, we'll jump off with the trucks first. Um, pretty good race. Uh, not not a lot of crazy cautions. We had your, your self-spins here and there. Um, yep. To be expected with Darlington, you're going to have guys banging the wall here and there. Um, but ultimately... Um, Sean Kaiser, 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 how I'm going to say it every time. Don't care. I'm going to say it all three ways every single time. Uh, came home with the victory in that 24 truck. He's actually oh, pretty dominating. Um, he, led, he led 49 laps, um, which obviously being there, being there at the right time. Uh, Jonah Colbert, who finished eighth, actually led 60 laps. Um, was looking real hot for a long time. I can't remember off the top of my head what uh, what caused that, what caused him to be back in eighth. Um, but we'll get there in a second. Um, Barrett Morton, uh, P2, uh, my teammate Bobby Hall, P3. Uh, actually, his name is Brownie Hall Jr. now. Uh, you'll see that in the Discord. Um, P4, <laughs> yours truly. Um, uh, P5, another teammate, Wes Wigan, P6. Uh, Taylor Peacock, P7, Sean Kastritza, uh, P8, as I mentioned, Jonah Colbert, Colbert, actually, because I like saying it like that way better. Uh, P9, another teammate of mine, Alan Duranco. I like saying that, another teammate of mine, every time. It feels great. And uh, P10, Cody Anderson. Whatever, I'm biased. Hate me. <laughs> Hate me for it. I do not care. You want to be biased? <laughs> Mike Driver finished top 10, so I'm happy. <laughs> yep, that's all that matters. But So... Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead Jason. Do you remember? I don't remember what happened to Jonah either. Honestly, I know I, there was an incident that he got caught up in, but I don't remember. Oh, it was on the restart with Peyton. It just hit me. Yep. Restart with Peyton. Uh, Peyton spun the tires, hit Jonah. They went to the off the racing surface. Kept going. The rest yep. of the field kept going. Yep. And I also want to say that Jonah had a, an error on a pit stop where either he didn't take enough fuel or took didn't. Didn't take tires and had to come back and take tires or something because I know that he was on freshies at the end of the race because he was on my radar because I was out there on older tires waiting on on some guys to come by and I'm pretty sure that he was one of them and and he ultimately didn't get there. I know we had a a few cautions there or a couple cautions there at the end. Yeah, um, I don't remember exactly what happened with him at, at that point either. Um, I want to say it was something to do with a pit stop as well, but I, I honestly, I just flipped my memory, you know, since last week. Because he went in twice. Because he went yeah. in with the whole pack, and then, because he had a game plan pretty well. It might have been one of those cases of, I've I've heard a lot of gripes about the, the new auto fuel uh, checkbox. Um, I haven't used it personally, because I trust myself enough for those things and i don't worry about the tenths of seconds of fuel i'm gonna put in the tank i'm gonna fill it up but i know that uh 
Dave, uh, Dave Farmer in the Cup Series, he got screwed by it on the Wednesday that we'll talk about in a little bit. He said it gave him like 1.3 gallons instead of a full tank at some point, and he had to do what I think happened to Jonah here. So maybe it was something with that, but either way, his I, I'm fairly certain he had a pit stop that did not go to plan. It was because he was he lapped everyone. He had it planned out perfectly. Yeah, because he lapped everyone. Because Cody went in like a lap before Jonah. Jonah went and lapped the, I think it was top three, and then he was a lap ahead of everyone else. Then hit pit road, but then the caution came out and he had to hit pit road again. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I wasn't hundred percent on what happened there. Um, Barrett, obviously, uh, Sean got the win. Barrett was second. Bobby come in with a good P3 for the P4. Wes was P5. So all in all, it was a, you know, pretty solid race. Kaiser had a pretty good lead at the end there. Um, he was ahead of Barrett by about six tenths of a second, almost seven tenths of a second. Um, I'll be honest with you. I know the broadcasters were, were saying that it was uh, a boring race because it was green flag the whole time, basically. Well, maybe that was Tuesday and Wednesday. I don't remember. Like I said, <laughs> well, I've slept since then. But either way, it it was kind of a, it was a different race than what we we have had at, at Darlington, a different race than what we've had all season. But all in all, good race. I was happy with it. I like what? Yeah, one thing I wanted to point out, I'd be curious, I'd like to get some feedback from other drivers. Um I so I have HDR on in my iRacing settings. I don't. And and I shouldn't have because in this race, I I would say for about 40 laps straight going into see. turn 3, going into turn 3 was purely a guess every yeah. single time. That's why it I don't was, have it on. Yeah. Exactly because of that because it tracks like Darlington when the sun's setting. You cannot see that track. Yeah. Is, you know, turn three is facing the west and you can't see shot. Yeah. It was, uh, it, it cost me a couple spots at, <clears throat> at a certain point in the race, which I, I, I still had a good finish, but it was just, especially if you go in there side by side with somebody like, it's, oh, sketchy. You're purely you're guessing where they're going to be. You're guessing where your break point is. It's damn near impossible. I can't believe I didn't have something worse happen. <laughs> so, Mister Robinson, you were there, right? You were spotting. Yeah. What do you remember from Darlington and the trucks specifically? Anything stick out to you besides your uh, driver's tenth place finish? That messed up pit stop. Pretty much. I look. I, I'll be honest. That was Jonah's race to lose. Even with that mess up, that was Jonah's race to lose. Mm-hmm. That man had pit strategy down to a T and then kind of screwed up and cost him a win. Yeah, he was looking pretty bad fast. No, no lie. Um, the Xfinity series. What do we what do we remember about the Xfinity series? Let's let's see what we got over here. I don't even remember well, who won. Well, Jason, I don't remember anything, but I do remember who won. Now it was someone that we rare, we rarely talk about him on the podcast, and he has to remind us to bring him up occasionally because he flies under the radar so much. But it was the uh, what number is he? Sixty four or something? I don't know. Nine, I think. Yeah, maybe I don't know. Sixty nine k. Um, I do want to say. Keith did get the win. Radburn was P2. Lancaster was P3. Gastritzel was P4. Grinier was P5. Hensley was P6. 
Michael Robinson was P7, Alex Penn was P8, uh, Scott Fritz was P9, Justin Ray was P10. So I will say this, Radburn didn't get the poll this week. James Silver's actually got the poll, but Radburn started on the outside, which gave him a better chance, better shot into turn one. Because starting on the outside, going into to Darlington turn one, for whatever reason, it's just better if you're on the outside. Yeah. They you get a better. Me. I I started on the pole and I got I got obliterated, which also you told me I disappeared and it scared the hell out of me. But, yeah, there's that. But, but he, yeah, he, outside is killer. Yeah, outside line man is just the way to go when it comes to Darlington Turn One. And Radburn got that outside, and I thought he was going to never look back. And we had an early caution, and then we had green flag to the stage. It was wild, dude. I do remember that. There was one early caution and then green flag run. And then we had a late or something. I can't remember. What was it? We either had a late caution or a, or a caution right after the stage. I can't remember. One of those two happened either way. Um, <clears throat> Hackney dominated with 122 laps led. Uh, Radburn couldn't quite get to him at the end there. Um, he got marred up and kind of got held back a little bit. But Radburn was coming, dude. He was coming like nobody's business. He was moving through the field very, very fast, uh, picking drivers off left and right, and um, just ultimately couldn't get it done. Adam Lancaster had the fastest lap of the race. Um, looks like on lap 35, he won a 30.185. Um, so Adam had a good run. Castritza um, had a really good run with the P4. Matt coming in with the P5 again. Like I said, those guys put up a really good Which, race uh, it, it was a race that played into matt's hands really well but go ahead i was, I just wanted to give matt a, a special shout out i think this is like three or four weeks in a row where he's earned at least one clean driver between xfinity and cup series oh yeah that's and, what's up which which makes perfect sense for how matt drives and his disposition on the track and it, it's nice to see a guy set his sights on something because he's he's mentioned it to me before during cup races where if if he's not in, in xfinity he kind of started halfway through the season so his goal is every week if i pay 10 bucks and i'll get my 10 bucks back for that clean driver and still having top five finishes like this super impressive yeah i mean that's what it boils down to is you just gotta have good clean finishes and that's the epitome of of a driver that does that week in and week out yeah so like i was saying if you want to uh, run a clean race like Matt, that's the epitome of a clean driver. The guy does such a good job week in and week out. Um, obviously, it pays off for him. He, you know, $10, he doesn't have to pay for the next week. And um, at the end of the day, uh, it's a, it's always good to have drivers that stay clean and, and can finish with zero X's. Like track like Darlington finishing with a zero X. I know he wasn't the only one. Uh, I know Todd Mays. Uh, and Radburn both had zero X's also. Um, Todd was a lap down. But those that's that's still impressive, dude. Um, very Which, impressive. Uh, spoiler spoiler alert, uh Matt also did that in the cup series at Darlington. <laughs> zero yep. X there as well. Back to back uh not so and and like I was saying before, Matt Darlington, the way that race in the Xfinity series was playing out, it was playing into Matt's style of driving to where he could pull off a top 10 um, finish and potentially, you know, top five finish, whatever, and, and still finish uh, 
really well up there. He, you know, a few more laps, maybe even who knows, we see him on the podium or something, maybe. Um, so moving on to the cup series, we uh, had GT Hawkins was our winner. Keith Hackney finished P2. Frankie Barroso was P3. Blake Kinsey was P4. John Schwartz was P5. Brandon Holder, P6. Scott Fritz, P7. Sean Kaiser, P8. Matt Grinier, P9. And Alex Huffman was P10. Um, Alex, what do you remember from this race uh, in the cup series? Just you were, you, you missed it. You missed it. Never mind, didn't did. you? You I, missed I it. Oh, my Lord. Yeah. All right, so now <laughs> GT led most of this race. I I do know that he he was an, on another in another damn zip code. Um, at the end, now I do remember coming to the coming to the checkered flag. Frankie almost got Hackney. Um, Hackney got up into the wall just a smidge, and there was a question of wall riding. And I was I went and looked at it. He didn't wall ride. He he went up and he hit the wall and actually slowed him down and he only ended up beating frankie by a hundredth of a second or something like that it was pretty yep, crazy one hundredth exactly yeah and it was a impressive ride for sure to watch um but the the main story here is that gt was just in another zip code the dude led 120 freaking laps out of 188 you know keith led eight frankie led 28 Hensley led five, Schwartz led nine, Holder led ten. You know, Fritz got one in there. Uh, Matt had two. Huffman, Huffman looked good. Let me tell you, I will say this about Huffman. Huffman looked really good last week until something he got loose. Or, uh, I can't remember exactly. He ended up falling back. Um, I know Mikey Neal had a bad week. He he was struggled. Um, he got had something happen between him and I think. Sean Kaiser going into the pits. I think Kaiser might have doored him going into the pits. And then and Kaiser ended up making the pit. And for Mikey was about to overshoot it. And at the last second, turns in and he hits bridges as he's coming into the pits and destroyed his car. And I had to talk, you know, tell Mike, Mikey, hey, you know, because he was like talking about quitting at this point. He was like, just take my last six races and put them towards next season. And I was like, whoa, 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 you're not out of it yet, bro. You can't just give up like that. One race doesn't define how this is going to go. You've got a pretty solid cushion in points, which let me take a look at that real quick. I, I mean, mean, especially with Talladega coming up and anything can happen. He said, I'm just going to get wrecked out of Talladega. I'm like, well, you don't know that. First of all, if you race smart and you know, you're only four points outside the cutoff right now, the cutoff is Mills and Kostritza. Both are tied for 2042. Um, so you're looking at a scenario where you're only four four spots out. Go get you some stage points, finish in the top, whatever, and and or hell, try to win the race. You know, try to win the damn thing. And knowing Mikey, yep. he probably you know he probably will try to win it. He you know he's pretty solid at plate tracks. Um, he's a he's a talented driver. He has good strategy. I mean, <laughs> way crazier things have happened, which we'll talk about in a little bit. <laughs> uh, who, who was the wise guy to put the first two cutoff races being super speedways? No, the first two cutoffs weren't. It, what do you mean? Like, oh, in the, oh, like the <laughs> uh, first, yeah. the first cutoff. What, what was the final race of the season of the regular season? Oh, that was Daytona. Daytona. What's the v- first cutoff race? Dega. 
So, but Daytona's not a technically a cutoff race. It's just the last race of the regular season. Now nah, we're just getting into, we're getting into semantics. I'm getting really confused on Healy right I, now because he's my shit is so hand. out of focus. <laughs> I'm watching his hands uh, right now. It's all I, good. I, I'm just you know, I don't know. I honestly I don't remember when we were making the schedule. I just wanted to put uh, Daytona as the last race of the regular season, and then uh, I thought it would be cool to have it have Talladega also be the cutoff of the first round. So, like I said during a broadcast, I said making a bookend, <laughs> put Daytona at the first race of the season, bookend at the end of the race. Well, the problem with that is you got a bunch of guys that want to sign up for super speedway stuff, and then when they don't do well that first race, guess what? They don't show up ever again. So, but here's it, here's the thing. We've already done that. See, you see the chaos that it happens on that <laughs> final race when you have your final four. Yeah. Where, let's be honest. Just like in NASCAR, it's Phoenix and it's, or when it was Homestead, it was like if you had the fastest car, you won. You put at Daytona where anyone can win. Guess what? A top five could make you the champion. A top ten could make you the champion. Or heck, if you're the last car surviving, it could make you the champion. Unlike some of these other tracks where it's like, okay, if you know how to drive it, you. Win. Well, that's what we're going for, though, is we want we don't want the last race to be a super speedway by any means. We want the champion to be decided by who can outrun the other people and drive it better than the other people. That's why we're you know, we have Phoenix as the last race this season and then next season Homestead. We moved it to Homestead next season. Thank God. I met, look, I miss when NASCAR ran Homestead as the final. Homestead is fantastic, and that was an excellent choice by you, Jason. So I like it a lot better than Phoenix. <laughs> but yeah, I appreciate that, Alex. For uh, sure, we needed to switch it up. We've done Phoenix for two seasons in a row as the championship race, so it's time to switch it up. So we went ahead and put uh, Homestead as the championship race for next season. But back to the Darlington race, uh, these guys are battling it out. Like I said, Mikey's really not that far out of the points. Uh, for, he's only four points away from the cutoff. All, all he has to do really essentially is beat Nick Mills next week. I mean, yeah, no, no big deal. Right. Nick. Nah, it's easy to beat you. I'm going to come and do it. Nah, but, but realistically Mills, Kostritza, Roberts and farmer, those are your top, your next top four guys. So, and if he, if he finishes ahead of Peters, winners and bridges, you know, and the thing is, with it being Talladega, anything can happen. Well, you were, you remember the drama coming into the green white checkered for the cutoff race to see who made the playoffs here at De- at uh, Daytona. Mm-hmm. It took what two green white checkers. It took out half the guys that were fighting for a playoff <laughs> spot. Yep. And again, there was survival of the fittest. If you survived, you made the playoffs. If you didn't, well. Better luck next year. Yep. Hate to hear it. And it's it's frustrating, but it's all also just like almost as exciting as it gets from a driver's viewpoint because there there's only a certain amount of things you can do to get around a guy in front of you. If you have teammates to work with, obviously that helps a ton. But when there's two laps to go and you're sitting mid pack, you know that some people are gonna wreck. But also, mm-hmm. where, where are you going to place your car? Who are you going to draft with? Are you going to hang back and 
hope that a bunch of guys reckon you drive through it like someone did tonight, or are you trying to get out in front of it? I mean, there's a million different ways to look at it, and people like to talk about super speedway, super speedway racing like it is just pure luck. And I, I will there's some admit, skill to it. There, there, there is both skill and there absolutely is some luck. I, I won't yeah. say that, but in, not all of though. Yeah, in in real life racing, like when we go to a plate track in NASCAR, there are you know seven, eight, nine, ten guys that you know run well at plate tracks because they have the strategy figured out. They can feel the runs. They can yes. shut runs down. It's it's more than just going fast at, at all times. There's uh, I. I, I just hate to hear guys just say it's pure luck because it's not. No, it's really like, not. I'll, I'll dog on super speedways a lot. I honestly, because I don't like, I mean, I, I know, I know it's not just a crap shoot completely that there, there is some skill into it and you can see the guys who have been practicing and doing super speedway money races like Ed Osborne, for instance, First time winner a couple weeks ago at the Daytona cutoff race. That guy knew what he was doing to because he knew he needed to be up front and he needed to stay ahead of all the wrecks that were going to happen behind him. And he was managing the flow from the low to the top side. You know, there's there's different things. You got to pick the run up. There's a run on the top. You got to move up, pick that run up, and and be quick enough to move back down to the bottom. And there's just a lot that goes into it. There's more than just complete luck that falls into it. So a guy like Mikey, for instance, who does know how to run these tracks, he knows what he needs to do to, to win next week. I look for him to probably pull it off. If he can, you know, not have equipment malfunctions like he did in the truck series at Daytona a couple weeks ago. Well, I guess, I guess we got Jason's pick for the cup series, right? Mm -hmm. So we can, we can go ahead and put that down. Right. Mikey. That's your pick. I don't know yet. We'll see. We'll we'll figure it out. We'll, we'll, we'll. Oh, so what you just said doesn't really even mean anything. We'll I mean, I'm just saying he he's a he's he's a guy that knows what he's doing at those type of tracks. But also, you know, hell, he may not even show up this week. I don't know. Oh, he sure. I hope know. he will. I mean, I hope he's I'm, not going to quit over something like that. First of all, I hope that he would stick it out just for the just for the simple fact that the league needs to keep car count obviously throughout the entire entirety of the playoffs. Um, we don't want to lose any drivers. So hopefully he'll stick it out just for the simple fact that we need to keep the car count up, but you never know. I mean, you don't, you really don't. Um, Anything guess, is possible as Kevin Garnett once said. That's true. And, and you know, and leading up until um, we get to Talladega in the cup series, if you want to look at, let's take a look at the points right now. GT is your points leader, followed by Brandon Holder, followed by Keith Hackney, followed by John Schwartz. Uh, Alex Huffman sits in that fifth spot, and that's followed by Jonathan Atkins in sixth. Matt Grinier and James Silvers are tied for seventh. David Farmer is not tied with Brandon Robertson. John Kostritza moved up four spots with his finish last week. Um, Nick Mills dropped three. He's in 11th at the moment, tied with Kostritza. Mikey fell six positions uh, with his finish last week to 13th. Um, Peters is 14th. Winners is 15th. And then Bridges is 16th. So 
those guys are going to, they're looking for something magical to happen at Daytona. You know, uh, they want to have some, a good stage run and a good finish at the stage. And they want to be able to potentially win the race or, you know, at least finish well in the race. Yep. And I, I can't overstate how important stage points are because it seems not that important, but that can absolutely make you or break you. In my first season in bluegrass, I ended up in the final four purely because of playoff points in that last or uh, stage points in the last cutoff race. Um, those it, it's damn near as important as your finish in the race. So do not discount that. I'm I'm sure there will be guys uh, strategizing purely for stage points, and then everything else after that is is just a bonus. So it 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 adds a another dimension to to the super speedway stuff. So I've had. Let me just clarify. I have not added the bonus points to the truck series. I've got people messaging me, making people making posts about it. I have not added the the bonus points yet because we are recording this podcast at the moment. So I have not, therefore, gotten a <laughs> chance to get around to adding the bonus points because we're trying to create this other re- uh, ev- re- uh shit mm. avenue. He's trying to create shit. We're we're <laughs> trying to create this other avenue of entertainment for you all, and you all can't wait. Till after we get done with this podcast, for me I to mean, post it. All right, my rant's done. Sorry. I mean, I mean, anything you put the three of us in is entertainment to begin with. I don't know about that. It, it's a, a driver and a race control and a v- announcer. You tell me how entertaining this is going to end. It's basically a Fox Sports booth at this point. <laughs> it really, yeah, really is anymore. Uh, <laughs> all right, so I guess that will I roll us. To be- I just want to be Gun- Gunther Steiner. Do not fuck smash my door. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Jason, so, Jason, it's Tony Stewart. It's fine. God, <laughs> All right. So I guess that's going to move us on over into uh, our truck race tonight. Uh, this was a, uh, a hell of a race. It was mind blowing. It was something we've never <laughs> seen before. It was a fir- another another first for bluegrass. It was a first for our winner, Brian Terry, pulled out the dub tonight. Um, what do you guys think about it? Go ahead, give us your insights. I don't even, I don't even know who Brian Terry is. Who, who's who finished, this guy that won? Who is this who, Brian Terry fellow? Who, who finished second? Let's get to that. I'm, I'm real talk though, which this is my third season. Um, Brian's been here for seventy four seasons. Um, he runs. He runs all three series. He's probably started, I don't know, f- f- four hundred races or something. Whatever. Um, <laughs> the the Kyle Bush of starts, as Matt Grenier said. Um, I I've had my run-ins with him. I like Brian. I think he's a good dude, and you have that in racing. Mm-hmm. And just it's just cool to see the guy win a race. He he shows up three nights a week no no nobody else does that and especially as a guy and and not not knocking him but not necessarily in contention uh super often um but it's guys like him that make this league because you can't go out there with eight guys racing and and I'm not going to assume what Brian thinks going into races, but I'm sure that he is aware, like 
if we go to a road course, like he knows that he's probably not the guy, but he doesn't bitch about it. He doesn't whine about it. He doesn't say how much the track sucks, Alex Huffman. He shows up and he runs his laps and he grinds out whatever he's going to grind out. And it's it's awesome. And to finally see it pay off for him, it's just just like with Ed, like there wasn't there wasn't anybody that wasn't happy for him. Even like my buddy Dave, uh, him and Brian had run-ins like to the past three re- weeks or whatever. And mm-hmm. They got over it. Dave was one of the first dudes to congratulate him because he he's an OG man. He deserves it. He's been here since day one, and seeing guys like that finally get their flowers is awesome. Uh, and the thing is, you want to know how many starts it took for him to get that first win? I I shudder to think, but I know that. All right, let me let me give you a real honest guess. So we're how, how many seasons deep in cup? Six, six. So six cup seasons, and yep. then what, been there five, since every one of the truck. How, how many? So four in truck. Four, four, four in, in truck. truck. And oh my God. I think one Xfinity or one and a half Xfinity, maybe. Shit. I mean, it's got to be. He's ran some Xfinity here and there, but he's not stuck it with Xfinity like he has this season. Um, It's like 21 times. I don't know, probably like 350 races. That's a little high. He's got 188 total starts. So it took him until his 100. Took him until his 188th start to get a win. He he has 188 starts, and Scott Fritz has 177 starts. So Fritz was uh, battling with him there for a while to to have that top spot. Do you want to know what his win percentage is? (laughs) I would love to hear it. (laughs) Oh, it took it away. Point zero zero five. That's his win percentage. Hey. Hey, it's all that matters more is than, more than zero. It's more than zero, Brian. That's all that matters. So congrats we're, to Brian on, on, on a stellar finish tonight. Go ahead, Alex. We're, we're, oh, I think I, you I was talking talk to him. I wasn't talking to you. I was talking to the other. No, Alex. I was going to be happy about it, but I want to hear how pissed off you are that he won. Tell us about it. Yeah, so give us I your, thought. give us your insights. You were riding shotgun with uh, Cody Anderson. Coming out of four to the checkered, and what 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 transpired? What did you see happen? I, I don't I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> well, buddy, this there is was, a podcast. Was, and you better get the talk. This is this is what we're supposed to be doing. Is talking, and it's a, it's what this is all about. There, so give there us. Was a, there was a, look. Let's just put it this way: if you were in the Discord channel and there was a radioactive, Cody Anderson would be on the radioactive for the final lap of that race <laughs> until we looked at the replay, and then it was like, oh. Wait. <laughs> oh, I, if I could only have heard what well, he he was probably which, just oh, teeing off to, on poor old Brian. To be he, fair, from where I was sitting in the blimp at that point, um, I was watching the leaders and I saw what happened to Cody. I was like, "Oh my God, Brian was not going to be denied. He's going to he's he's going <laughs> to win this race at all costs, kind of thing." But then, yeah. like instantly, like. What happened? I was like, there's no way he could have hit him Mm-mm. that hard for that to happen, which ultimately upon review, the voice of flow will tell us. Look, we we give and take. I don't care. The freaking the radioactive would be priceless because 
Cody was live. I don't know on YouTube or what, but he like stopped right, the stream. He stopped the stream and then let it loose. And then what? He's like, "Well, what? What do you see?" And I'm like, "Why?" I went from like 15 different angles. I'm like, I gotta be confirming this one here because yeah. it's like if I see something that Jason did, I'm gonna get all over Jason real quick on yeah. this. Mm-hmm. I I've been in that position. It's fun. Well, I wouldn't say fun, but as a spotter, when something happens to your guy and uh, you immediately think, oh, he got a shit dumped and everyone's flying off the handle. Mm -hmm. And then then after the race, you're like, oh, no one can be mad at all. Mm, (laughs) No, it's it's a hard it's a hard pill to swallow, man. If we want to talk about some fun stuff. When Jeremy Vaughn went airborne, we talked about it after the race. I literally sat there and I said to Cody, I go, car high. He goes, there's no car high. I'm like, no, car high. Like, car airborne high. It's up there. It's up up above you. (laughs) Which, if I'm not mistaken, he went directly from the air to the pits. Like, it... He never came back down on track. No, he came back I, down. He was on the side. He was on his side. Yeah, he okay. came on his side. He was talking about it earlier. He did come back down, but he was on it. He didn't land on his wheels. But his race, I, he wouldn't have had anything in, left in the truck at that point. That truck was destroyed. Um, but going yeah, back you to drop the truck from four hundred feet. <laughs> yeah, really. But going back to the finish with Brian Terry between Brian and Cody, what we're referencing, um, since Alex couldn't seem to get it out there, was that uh, Alex Robinson, the voice Sorry. of uh, Bridgeport, he couldn't I, seem to get I, it out, was there was net I code. Racing, I can't say that. Like, iRacing tells us we cannot say that. Oh, you can't say so net I code? I can't say it. Oh, okay, okay. Like, I, I get see. yelled at on broadcast when I say it, so it's like, can't touch that. Well, we had a little we had a little issue. There was there was um several feet uh, of of room between the trucks, was there not? When we went yes. back and looked at it. Yeah. Uh, I there can't was a, confirm that. I am there was a gap. No there was a gap. Obligations that is that it was a big net code. Yeah, 100%. Um but it and there were some guys that were like, "Oh, he needs to have the wind taken away." I'm like some what? Guys, some guys. I think there was a guy. Oh well, yeah. I mean, I... <laughs> which he came around. He came around. He, he, he but... came around and saw what what happened and understood that it was it wasn't Brian and anything dirty Brian did or anything like that. And yeah, Ron. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't gonna call him out by name, but yeah, Ron Morris. Now, Ron's I, a good I, guy. I, I, I like Ron. I like Ron, and Ron runs more super speedway races than. I mean, like you said, he runs like five money races a week. Oh, I'm nobody sure. runs more than him. I guarantee it. Yeah. It's like he said earlier. But also, and, again, Ron, Ron, you think Ron was in that same spot because he was right behind Cody. So from Ron's point of view, it's like. That's true. He got rocked. <laughs> before the replay could be assessed and before everything could be figured out. Yeah, Ron, 100% from his point of view, I, I get it. it and, and that's why I always tell guys. Don't press that button until you see the replay. Wait until the replay before you key up on that microphone because it may not be what you think it is. So, Cody looked like he got sent by a Mack truck. Dude, the hit was just, it didn't even make sense. Like, it was, it looked like at that point, Brian would have had to go from the bottom of the grass and full floor it up to hit Cody that hard. That's that prediction code. Why? Like that, that's that shit comes into play. It, as soon as the 20 of Dustin Ron said, Oh, we haven't mentioned him tonight. So we're going to throw a piss out out there. 
As soon as he made contact with the back of Brian's bumper, uh, it just sent Cody flying. It was like it predicted that Brian was going to go up the track, and Brian didn't go up the track. He held it and actually wheeled that sucker for a minute, and you saw when I was showing the replay earlier, you could see the damage appeared and disappeared. It's like nothing happened. It made me cry because I was like, oh, Ron, hold on. Hold, never mind. Don't yeah, Ron was close to making it out until uh, I think the 20 came back up and got him there. Uh, just part of it, man, once they all started wrecking behind him. Now, I did say this earlier, and I was kind of joking, but I was also kind of being serious. If Cody holds the damn wheel up, there, if he just holds it up against the wall, he probably doesn't wreck everybody. and He probably still has a decent finish. Oh, right. I love hearing that. <laughs> oh, I'm sure he will. He's probably going to hate me for saying it, but let's just be realistic. Yep. If he, if he, if he just kept it, you know, kept his wheel straight and let it hit the wall, he probably still has a decent finish. I mean, I know hindsight's 2020, and I'm not, bi- I'm not bitching at him or anything like that. I'm just talking. I'm just pointing out the obvious of the fact that if he keeps his wheel straight, hits the wall, loses, you know, maybe I don't know, so many spots. Possibly Ron got could have got around Brian there potentially, you know maybe somebody behind Ron gets a run and bumps him and pushes. I don't know. I'm just I'm just speculating. But I'm gonna say the word. I'm gonna steal the word right out of Cody's mouth. Uh, you're not my dad. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, but, I have to hear that one more time. Oh, uh, you're gonna hear it about 150 more times now. Oh, I know. You got a you got a few more weeks here, bud. Absolutely. Yeah. It'll he'll probably text me right after he hears this. You're not my dad. So <laughs> But I, I did want to call out um al- almost equally as awesome uh Travis Twitty with his second second place finish. I Very feel nice. like uh, he's he's right on the cusp. He's he's the next guy, right? I feel does like he it. A, does he have a win? No. Nope. 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 He, he's he's the next guy of of OGs. Yep. I, and here's the thing, like I, going into um, next week, which is Dover. 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 Next week, Dover. Oh, All right. Dover, Twitty, Dover, Keith Hackney. <laughs> <laughs> that was our very first episode, was it? Hackney what, versus what Twitty? The, yeah, one of the, the very first, first few. Oh, my Lord. That was a long time ago. Look how far we've came since then. Not my, Not far. Um. It's anyway. So, yeah, Twitty had a really good uh, finish, and I'm I'm glad that he got to finish where he did because I think that once you get that podium, uh, you know, it renews your racing spirit, so to say. Um, yep. especially in a league that's this tough to win in. Seems like you want to say something, Mr. Robinson. Especially remember Twitty's issue uh, at Daytona. Twitty was no, running fantastic at Daytona, and then I don't remember. car got killed. I don't remember, remember it was it was coming down to that finish line when it was when Ed won it, and when Twitty wait. got turned, and everyone went to Twitty's YouTube channel to see what he had to say after he yes. got turned, getting pushed yes. for the lead. Yes, I know. I didn't see. I didn't go to the channel or nothing. Twitty, Twitty was subdued. Like he didn't really say much. I have a feeling the Discord was a. I think his Discord was like the Discord tonight of radioactive would have been very entertaining to listen to. But uh, I'd, I'd I'd wager his stream is always fun to listen to. 
<laughs> Look, more, if, you, more if, you've than never, if you've never seen that man's rig, like you need to watch his YouTube channel and look at this man's rig. Yeah, high side hustlers. Uh, if you haven't seen it, guys, it's uh, it's an amazing setup. It's a prolate chassis um, that he's cut into a sim racing rig. It's flat out awesome. Uh, high side hustler motorsports. If you haven't checked it out already. And it's got a bunch of nice Holly stickers in it instead of Edel oh, Rock shit. Now. It's now High Side Hustler Motorsports and Twitty Racing. It has both mm. both on there. So, and they uh, they even do a little uh, American Truck Simulator if you ever want to check it out. And then you want to make sure you also check out Dub Print, which is Twitty's brother's apparel uh, printing company. Um, Dub Print does some really good shit over there. Really good work. Uh, if you haven't seen their m- most recent stuff, I implore you to go check it out. Uh, if anything, I mean, just a, go check out Twitty's rig. It's phenomenal. That's a big word for you. Implore. Yeah. I, I get paid to talk, but I don't use those big words. <laughs> I, I can't help it. I got a pretty good size vocabulary sometimes. Yeah, you think you do, buddy. Just because you pay for a big education doesn't mean you got that big of a vocabulary. I didn't hey. say I paid for anything. What are you talking? What are you, don't assume. Don't assume about me. I remember. <laughs> don't assume my gender i remember the paper you had to write before you could join me on a broadcast what oh yes, no i was taking uh that. chemistry i was taking chemistry you oh, know that was a chemistry test yep chemistry midterm yeah all right well we've got totally sidetracked yeah we'll we'll back get to, into NASCAR back to later. the trucks at talladega we got to finish this up we haven't finished this up all yet. right um, what other tales to tell do we have here? Well, our we finished got- results was, was besides Brian and Twitty on the top two spots of the podium. You had Peyton Hubbard coming in with a P3. Ed comes in with a P4. I know it's not a win, but it's still P4. Not bad. Good job, Ed. Um, Worthington with a P5 coming from 16th to 5th. Oh, my. Yeah, yeah that, that was insane. Alan Duranco came out P6. Michael Cole was P7. Bobby Hall was P8. Sean Kaiser was P9. And George Gibbs pulled out a top 10 finish. That's probably his first one of the season, I'm assuming. I'm not 100%. Uh, Let's see. George Gibbs. George Gibbs. That's his second top 10 10. of the season, looks like. So way to go, George. Good job, buddy. Um, Which also... um I know you called out Dan had that big run. Allen also did that. They were 16th and 15th uh, before the final wreck and finished 5th and 6th. <laughs> so that that might have, I, I don't know the, the points, how, how it could have shaken out, but I feel like that could have saved at least one of them from. Oh, 100%. It, it had to. Let's, let me go back and look at that real quick because uh, prior, let's see, Dan only finished. I just just saw this. Dan only finished two points ahead of Lucas. All right. They're all tied. There's like five guys tied for eighth, right? Well, that's because of the reset. I have to fix it. I haven't added bonuses. But here's how how it would have been if we didn't already do the points and everything. So Hubbard was one. Kaiser's second. Morton's third. Colbert dropped to fourth. Bobby's fifth. Duranco sixth. Tied with you for sixth. Peacock is tied with Wigan for eighth. Ed is 10th. 11th is Worthington. And 
12th is Lucas. Now, Lucas and Sean actually tied for the final cutoff position, but because there's a rule in the rule book that says that Bluegrass iRacing will use the most, will use the best finish of the most recent race as the tiebreaker. It says use the best finish of the most recent race as the tiebreaker. Lucas finished one position ahead of Sean. As so close as it gets. One position, one lap, whatever you, however you want to determine it. It was seven laps down versus six laps down. You know, unfortunate for Sean that he doesn't advance to the next round. Congrats to Lucas for advancing to the next round. But uh, after that, you get Dustin Ronsettle, uh, Jeremy Vaughn, and Tyler Evans. Tyler had a rough night because he had some computer issues, wasn't able to get going. Um, so unfortunately, Tyler was out before we even started. Well, you talk about Lucas last week. He was laps down, but he made enough moves last week to get points. Yeah, I mean, he right. had to do something. That green white checkered. I think he gained maybe four or five positions on that final lap to get some major points. Yeah, you you had he had to have improved his standings a little bit. He knew what was at stake. He knew that you know. Coming into this round, uh, he was behind the eight ball, so to speak, because of the penalty he incurred yeah, he at finished, Daytona. He finished 12th last week, so that helped him a lot. Plus, yeah. uh, I don't think Sean was there last week, so that might have... No, Sean was there. Was he? Yeah, Sean, sure? Sean finished P9 last week, I think, or something like that. I have to double check on that, but I'm pretty sure he finished... No, he finished P7. Sorry, P7. Yeah. So again, so. I think I think last week just because Lucas could have packed it up. Like Lucas had enough issues last week that he could have packed it up and just said, I'm done for the night. Mm-hmm. But that final restart, he made enough moves to keep it close for tonight, which again, you know, I think the rest of the season is going to be fun because now it's more strategy wise. Like we saw that last week. Pit strategy has become king, has become kingpin of the series. It's like not yeah. just how you drive. Pit strategy, Mikey won on pit strategy. You know, mm-hmm. Twitty's won uh, top three this year. I think it was at Kansas. Heck, the top three at Kansas ran out at the line. That's yes, true because pit strategy is running king now. We gonna find out. Well, but Twitty finished it. He finished, uh, in the, I think that was in the Cup Series, wasn't it? Where he finished it was yeah. something like that. Yeah. I think it was Cup Series. I'm it was that one week I was here for all three races. In all three races, yeah. it came down to who was going to push fuel. But Twitty, I think Twitty was about to run out of gas because. Was it, we, was it the trucks that he did it in, or was it? I forget which one he did. Nah, I think it, he it, did it, it, it on cup. Xfinity and Cup, maybe? Xfinity, no. I think. Oh, was it was Xfinity. Races. He did him it and Bridges finished second in Xfinity, yeah. and then Cup. Let's see. I think he still he had a good finish there in Cup as well. Uh, Justin Winters actually won that race. Oh, Nick Mills and Brandon Robertson were P two and P three. So and either that, way, yeah, it came down to pit strategy again. But I don't think if it would have went caution and green white checker because Twitty pitted the same time. That Ron and Cody did, and we were sitting there, and we're like, "Take the white flag, take the white flag. We can't do this. Take the white flag," because it was one of those like you saw. Uh, who was it pitted before? Um, uh, Peacock. It was Peacock, and I think Barry one of them pitted. Yeah, on that second before that second green white checker tonight because they wouldn't have had enough fuel if we would have went green white. No, checker. it was Ed. 
It was Ed, Ed, was yeah, Ed, Ed was and Ed. Peacock. That's right. Ed went from the lead. He had to pit because he didn't have yep. enough fuel to make because it. They all pitted. That was the whole clan that pitted right before that caution came out and benefited from it. Mm-hmm. Two green, white checkers. And it was like, if a third comes out, you're going to see the top five, top 10. Someone in between there is going to pit and it's going to shake up everything. Absolutely. That's a good point. Wait, that was a really good job covering that because I completely forgot about that. So that's off to you, buddy. Well, that's what happens when you spot. <laughs> but yeah, tonight was a, a crazy event. Like we said, Brian Terry got the first win after 187, 88, no, 188 starts. He started, so he, technically he started 188 races before he got his first win. So Way to go, Brian. Very good job for that guy. I'm glad that uh, you got that tonight. Um, it's too bad you're not in the playoffs. <laughs> oh, oh, Jason, Jason, Jason I'm gonna, I've got to say this. Uh, Cody followed my instructions very well tonight. I told him I either want to win or I want the steering wheel coming back in one piece. Hey. Well, he didn't win, but he brought me a steering wheel. That's about the only thing that was peaceful in that car at the end uh, of the night. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. He he probably yanked that steering wheel off as hard as he was cutting it back to the left to try to straighten that truck out when it was already wrecked. But well, he made sure to finish. It. He made sure. To, he made sure to finish it. That all. I'm on. I'm giving Cody some shit tonight. I ain't gonna lie. Look, all right, that, that man's win is coming at some point. So uh, yeah, he's he'll be in the mix. Yeah, he he'll, he's he's another one. He's he got it coming around for sure. But you know, as of right now, you're looking at you know. Worthington West, Barrett, Bobby, Allen, Taylor, Ed. Ed's still in the mix for the playoffs, boys. Congrats to Ed on making it to the second round. Kaiser, Healy, Hubbard, and Colbert are your top four, though. So technically, I got to do the add the rest of the bonus points and all that still. So once those get added, everything will shift around a little bit. But as of right now, those are your your guys. So, oh, but Jason, you're forgetting one interesting battle now with that win. Mm-hmm. Cody and Brian are going to be battling for that butt kicker because oh yeah, that's a tie now. They are tied for the that butt win, kicker. That's a tie. And I remember Cody's like, "Well, I'm first for the butt kicker," and then I looked at the points after tied. I'm like, <laughs> "Not anymore, not now." <laughs> that's another good point. And, and Twitty's not far behind. And and that's another thing too. Yeah, Twitty, uh, he was only like seven points out prior to this race. So I know he's probably happy that he's back in the running for something because he was talking about it earlier when I was on the phone with him today about not being in the mix and cup and Xfinity. I was like, well, you got, don't give up just yet. You still got some races left. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I got, I got to ask Jason from the admin booth. How'd you like that finish of the stage tonight? Going three freaking wide. I was like, boys, it's just a stage. It's literally just a stage. Well, like we, I'm, but it I'm takes, it takes back to what Alex said about stage points. Even with these guys at the top three, I think weren't even in playoff points. But again, it shows how important stage points is to them, even while they're not in playoff points. Bro, you're not lying, Alex. What was you saying? Uh, that's what I was getting back to is how with, with the mar- margins as small as they are at this point. Stage points are damn near as important as your race finish, mm-hmm. and if 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 you give no credence to stage points, you'll you're not making the final four. You're just yeah. not. Period. Top three were definitely not playoff drivers. That was Cody Anderson, David Brackett, and Cody Verrill. Then Sean Kaiser and Ed Osborne and Jeremy Vaughn finished four, five, and six. Those were your first playoff runners, and then you had Brian Fernando, then. Peacock and Worthington to round out the top 10. So 
Yeah. We oh, we did have a little shakeup. There wasn't there was an early uh, uh, collision on the backstretch that happened that ended yeah, up uh, separating the two packs. Mm-hmm. Okay, and the the caution didn't fly because of iRacing. racing. They were off the racing surface. Well, typically. Uh, at a track like that where we know that the caution probably isn't going to be thrown, I would try to intervene and throw a caution, try to keep the pack together or keep everybody from getting wrecked or whatever, et cetera, et cetera, right? But since we had some people say something about it before, I didn't throw the yellow, yep. which is typically how I've always done it in the past uh, until this season whenever I would see, you know, okay, well, that should be a cost because people always ask, why, why do, you, why do you not? You have it in the rule book. It says, you know, you can throw a caution if you need to. Well, that's because the reason I hadn't done it before, the reason I had, you know, kept it the way it was and just let iRacing and do it all is because anytime you touch the flag, somebody it seems like somebody is complaining about it or bitching about it, whatever you want to say. And so we just didn't throw it tonight, just for that reason. It's like, a double edged sword. Daytona, we had the same issue. We had what six cars get into it at Daytona. No caution yep. came out, and there were some people that were pissed. Mm-hmm. But it was like, oh well, give take. But again, it happens again tonight. And I, I thought Derek Puckett was going to come hire a hitman for you because his his night ended before it got started. Well, and he goes, he goes, no, no caution. And we're in the Discord, and I'm like, guess not. No, well, here's not. the thing. I'm like to Cody, I'm like, you keep going until the caution comes out at this point. Just drive. <laughs> okay. In, in previous races, if it's an early caution like that, yeah, I'll before the before the stage break, if there's a caution, I would have thrown the yellow to try to keep everything together, give everybody a fighting chance, right? Well, what happened is when I had done that and didn't do it in the later part of the race. Well, why did you do it for this person on such and such lap, uh-huh. and not this person on the? Because well, the way the the way that I like to admin it is simply that I would throw it if it's in the early stage, but I'm not going to mess with the race in the in the latter half. Well, now I'm just I'm not throwing them at all. Like the way I the way I looked at it before was, or well, we still got a stage break coming up. I'm just going to try to help keep the field intact and keep everybody from. You know, because this guy's about to come back up and wipe everybody out. It's typically the scenario I would see. They're sliding through the grass and about to come up on track or something. Well, that didn't happen. I didn't feel like that was going to happen tonight, so I didn't touch it at all. Um, there, that's why he didn't get a caution. I mean, it's part of it, man. It's the way she goes. But I think that's probably covered that mm-hmm. race for us. We got anything else with it? I don't have anything on top of my head. Do you have anything, Robinson, on yours? Well, I have a lot of hair on top of my head, but that's about it. Other than that. So, more, um, more than me. <laughs> moving on, what do we got next on the uh, agenda? Let's, uh, we can hit some of these uh, other topics. Uh, a nice, quick, clean one we can hit is our Fantasy League standings. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty interesting week after a road course. I know a lot of people had a lot of different. Uh, thoughts about what kinds of drivers to pick there. It's it's one of the more fun places to do this kind of thing. Um, I know that uh, Jason, your lineup was absolute dog shit. I didn't change I anything. Yeah, I've, that yeah, 
It, I didn't change it almost anything. it almost worked out for you because Austin Dillon was running in the top five for a while, which was crazy. But he did Austin Dillon things. Um, mm-hmm. But as it stands now, um, my idiot friend that I work with, who's been watching NASCAR for roughly eighteen months, uh, <laughs> is sitting number one. Um, mm-hmm. Tony Iverson is number two. He's actually what nineteen points behind, so closing the gap. Uh, yep. Brandon Robertson, I know, had a really good day this weekend. Mm-hmm. I think he might have finished first. Uh, so he's third. David Farmer is fourth. Uh, mm-hmm. I moved up from 10th to 5th, big day, because I love road racing. Mm-hmm. Um, Mr. I'm a finished last, Cody Anderson, is sitting P6. The, the piss aisle is P7. Uh, Tyler Evans, P8. My brother-in-law, Dookie Shoes, is mm-hmm. P9. Uh, Brandon Holder, P10. Jason, down to P11. Scoot Fruits. His Long favorite, season. Scoot Fruits, his favorite thing to be called. Uh, his P12. Ron Morris, P13. Uh, Brian Terry, P14. I forget who the dirty old man is every time, but he doesn't give a <laughs> shit about that because he won tonight. Yep. Um, GT Hawkins, P15. And my new favorite name in the league, Nick Mills. Mills Insurance and Barbecue is sitting dead fucking last. <laughs> Nick Mills picked Bubba to win. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't remember who, who he had in his lineup, but uh, Jason, I just know it's yeah, a long you season. You had Bubba in your lineup too, buddy. So look, look, oh, it's a long season. You better pick. Yeah, you had Bubba in your lineup. Also, it's a long season. Oh, it didn't. But- he was in the garage. Uh, from the well, week before, he was in there from the yeah. week before. He he said it's a long season. I didn't even do any of the picks. Yeah, I, yeah, I missed it. I missed it. I missed all of it. It is a long season. I'm but not, you didn't do this week. My quick two bits. No, I didn't do this week. But I'm not worried about it because it's long season. So my, my quick two bits. Bristol Dirt's coming up. Pick Jonathan Davenport to win. He's on. I he's been on rails. Jonathan Davenport I, has the. I don't care okay. if it was late models or not. Jonathan Davenport has the most wins on Bristol Dirt. So we're going to go with the million dollar man, the two million dollar man, sorry, of Superman. Dude, what, what, what team is he going to drive for? He's going to run colleagues car. Cool. He's not going to finish in the top 10 or I'll put 10 bucks on it. <laughs> you're, you're, you're underestimating a guy who knows how to drive. $10. Ten dollars. He's dead serious Alex. right now. $10 versus Alex. It's 10 bucks, bro. Buddy, my announcer salary doesn't pay that much. <laughs> I'll freaking cover the $10 for you. Fuck it. <laughs> because here's the, and and I don't doubt that he's a, a super talented dirt driver, but you could say that about Jordan Taylor. True. You say that about Kenny Reichenden. They said that about Stuart Friesen in the trucks, and he didn't do crap. You listen here. You leave Stewie alone. <laughs> I, I get to see Stewie like three times this year. Go, go ahead and talk shit about Jordan Taylor. I'm about to barbecue look, your ass. Look, everyone wanted to say Jordan Taylor was going to win that last night. I was like, I wasn't going to say he's going to win, but people actually he was, he was fast. He was fast and all day. I didn't pay he anybody was fast all day. <laughs> but these guys, when when you have guys like that that come in, they don't understand how these NASCAR drives NASCAR way drivers are heavier. Cars are way heavier, and they beat on each other way more and shit. Well, yeah, it's 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 a dirt late model guy that drives heavy freaking cars on okay. dirt and has driven. Honestly, if you want to talk about a okay. guy who's had okay. more, 
Who's had the okay. most hours on Bristol dirt, though? What what difference does it make? How who's had the most hours in a cup car? Actually, cup. it does matter. Who's had you, the most you, hours in a cup car? Doesn't matter. You put a cup guy in a I dirt think, truck. Listen here, you they're put a driving guy up, on a they're dirt driving truck. cup cars. They're driving cup cars. They're not driving fucking late models. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put a freaking bang banger on the track, and it drives just like a cup car does. On no, it doesn't. A bang, bang banger's front wheel drive. Come on. Oh, buddy. We got four-wheel drives up here. I don't know what you're talking oh, about. Oh, my God. Uh, where did, those aren't allowed at my track. <laughs> we, we, we got like four kind of – we got like I'm, ten kinds of – I'm, I'm telling you he's not finishing in the top ten. He's just not going to. He's just not going to. Top oh, ten for man. ten bucks. Listen Ain't here. happening. Listen here. I'm, no one, I'm freaking, li- no I'm one believed that the freaking black, black rifle coffee car was going to do anything at Daytona, too. That's Daytona, though, bro. Oh, and it's Bristol Dirt. Well, we'll just have to wait and see yeah. what happens at Bristol Dirt. I, I, I cannot wait to eviscerate you when you're not on this podcast after that race. I'm going to spend an hour talking about oh, this guy Lord. that finished, okay. he's Jason, finish 23rd. Jason, you know I'm going to come back in here. I want to barge in here if he finishes in the top three, if not race. You cut you out. Sound just like, you sound just like the Jordan Taylor fanboys. I was just going to get in a cup car and go win. No, he's not. No, he's not. I don't think like Travis Pastrana can go out and win a UMP race and then freaking do something at Daytona. Ah. Anything can happen. And you were going back to super speedways again. You, yeah. You're casual. You're casual. <laughs> Travis Pastrana <laughs> won at Volusia. Okay. And he finished in the top 10 at Daytona and because didn't do his car was running in Daytona. <laughs> he was so, just there. Look, we have look. All right, we got off on a tangent. So we got Richmond Raceway coming up, then Bristol Dirt. So we'll find out on April 9th at 7 p.m. Yes, which one of y'all is right. Anyways, back to Bluegrass for a second. We talked <laughs> about the Fantasy League. Worthington versus Penn. Yes. Let's talk I, about I, that I, for a minute. What happened? Recap us on it. I promised Dan that it would make the show. So here we are um, after the race tonight. Um, we were all just kind of basking in the glory of Brian Terry's victory. Yep. And then at a certain moment in time, Alex Penn was like, Hey, did you know that Dan switched lanes on a restart? And not, not a big like, deal. He said, not a big deal yeah, or anything. Big I just deal. wanted to bring it to your attention. Well, fuck like, you hey, hey man, I was like, Hey man, be quiet. And then. You already looked, knew it. You already knew what was coming. Once I see it, I can't I, unsee it. I'm not the yeah. type of person to say, well, oh, well, no big deal. It's a penalty, you know, if once I see it. Yep. So here's, does, is Alex Penn going to win this cup? Is he going to run this cup race on Wednesday? He runs chance? tomorrow night. So, I mean. If he runs, I hope he, I hope he, I hope he runs the cup race. I don't know if he's, if he's, uh, going to run it or not, but I mean, he runs tomorrow night. So Dan could always run with him tomorrow, I guess. Yeah. (laughs) Which I, I just know that team flex is once again, once again, going to unite with YNH in the cup series. And, okay. Um, I don't know if Alex is there, I'd like to see him Dan race a little bit and see what happens. And, uh, I don't know if if Alex is spotting for someone. I'm sorry. There's a, there's a car, car high, car, car very high. He, I don't think that he runs. I don't think he'll. He might run the Cup Series. I don't know, but I know that he is running tomorrow night, and he's 
he's trying to make it to that second round in the playoffs. So, yeah, because here's all I'm going to say is I, I made a post about it today and me running with flex the season and trucks. This is the hands down the, the best team that I've raced with. We have just awesome cohesion. There's never been mm. an argument about who's going to go where, what the strategy is, anything like that. I, mm. I love those dudes. They're all awesome. So you mess with my boy. <laughs> I'm, I'm messing with you is what I'm saying. They're a good group of guys for sure. Good group of guys. <laughs> so we'll, we'll see how it goes. And, you know, I just like to have a little bit of, a little bit of drama in the series. So I, oh, yeah. I hope, I hope that they find themselves on the same racetrack before the end of the season, whatever that takes so that we can talk about it, whatever yes. comes. No one has said that they're going to dump anybody or anything, but I know that if they are, around one another things could be fun to watch so uh broadcasters if you're watching if you happen to see those guys get close that might be where the the camera angle needs to be focused (laughs) also um i just i wanted to point this out because it was brought to my attention earlier tonight then i and i completely forgot about apparently there's no setup for the roval for the trucks yeah so that's something that could potentially uh be a problem for us in the what yeah we gotta we gotta figure it out because i'm gonna have to start practicing here second round round yeah Yeah. so round two we got the roval that's not next week but the week after for our truck guys um and everybody i I don't know what that's something i'm gonna have to see what we got going with that um for whatever reason they removed that setup and i don't know why so I guess we'll either have to find a setup for it somehow, or we might just have to replace the whole damn track. I don't know. We ain't replacing shit. We're going. I've been looking for. I've never raced this in a NASCAR. Holy shit! Okay, sure. I guess I don't know. (laughs) No, we'll have to. We get a setup for it. More drama. We get a setup for it this week. Um, because. Speaking of new tracks i think what we're about to talk about Mm -hmm. is i'm doing a big segue right now because i have to pee (laughs) all right all right so i believe we were talking about some things to come uh next season schedule i went ahead and put that out the other day i think that it turned out to be pretty solid uh schedule uh go ahead and give a rundown on it daytona talladega chicago land coliseum will be our four exhibition and recruiting races starting on may the 10th um we will start season seven on uh well, actually i think we're it may the 10th is for the cup series so i'm not sure what would that be the seventh may the seventh for the trucks would be our uh, recruiting race may yeah. the eighth may the eighth sorry yeah. may the eighth will be our first recruiting race for the trucks may the ninth for the xfinity then may the 10th for cup and then the season will start on june 5th for trucks june 6th for xfinity and then june seventh for cup and we'll be at auto club and then vegas pocono kansas then michigan bristol dirt chicago street course making a come into the lineup situation there thing make a make a come into the lineup making a making a making a come into the lineup situation (laughs) that's what it is making one of those uh richmond iowa sonoma charlotte north wilkesboro nashville super speedway daytona 
Then back to the playoffs, we got New Hampshire, Talladega, Bristol Oval, not Bristol Dirt, Bristol Oval, Charlotte Roval for the second time, Darlington, Martinsville, and Homestead will be our championship race. That'll be in November. Uh, end of October, yeah, October 30th for truck, October Halloween for Xfinity. That'll be an interesting show. Uh, and then November 1st for the Cup Series. So, you guys are interested in getting signed up for next season? We'll be doing signups here uh, probably the next week. We're, yeah, it'll probably be in the next week. We'll have signups started and start doing charters for current drivers. Uh, if you want to renew your charter and keep the same number, you need to do so before I do open registration. Once I do open registration, you know, numbers are no longer secured. If your number is not already secured at that point, you'll, you'll potentially lose that number. Um, if you don't care what number you want, or even if you make it into the series, then don't worry about securing your charter. But the whole pur purpose of the charters is to put value into them. We want people to renew them um, each season uh, based on the value that they see in this sport that we have in this league, in this esports series that we're putting on. And um, those charters are meant to, you know, keep you wanting to come back and, Keep the same numbers and stuff like that and um i'm going to be pushing really really hard this season on the recruiting front so it's a very highly likely situation that you may lose that number if you don't secure it when the time opens so and there will be a deadline on all this stuff as well we're trying to you know i want to make this way more professional and make sure that everything is done by a certain time and stuff like that and and um also another thing i want to talk about real quick is the website uh, bluegrassiracing.com it's currently under construction but it is live it is active you can go and look at our under construction uh, section if you want to we got some pictures up <laughs> I did put some pictures up there and linked our social media but um, still waiting on somebody <clears throat> to help me, me out that's me we'll get there but before we get on anything else just for the the schedule you've put together there's mm -hmm. nothing i'm looking forward to more than post-race fights after martinsville to decide the championship for my for this God. week for this no, season for, or next season no, for, ne for next season we have it this season too is it Martinsville? Is the oh my god! I didn't even realize. Holy shit! Yeah, it's, it's Martinsville be. is the last race to decide the championship for for this season and next season. <laughs> well, on that note, I'm excited for it this season too because I'm probably going to be a part of it. <laughs> I would say I would say you're probably right. Why why, why isn't New Atlanta on the schedule? Is my question. Uh, it it's New Atlanta. It's that's my answer. Um, yeah. Leave, you leave my plate tracks. My plate tracks alone. Plate tracks. Um, we've that got a new dirt of plate term. Tracks, man. All right. You have, you have two so, yeah, that's, eh, that's enough. So, I guess that takes us on into our pick segment, correct? Picks four. So not tracks. Bro, sorry, already missed that one. Sorry, Brian. I pick Brian. Yeah, <laughs> my ass. <laughs> let's see let's get these xfinity fellas pulled up here and i'm just gonna go ahead and say that i already know what you're gonna say what you say radburn no i don't think he's, no? i don't think i don't think he can get the monkey off his back dude 
I don't think he can. He's just stuck with it. I think he's just, I think it's a permanently attached monkey now. Like he just is not digging this number three. Yeah, he acts like the three car is the problem. I don't know, bro. I just, I won with it, so I don't know why he can't win with it. That's, I mean, ain't doing my number right. Oh, the three is your number. I'll remember mm-hmm. that. That's right. <laughs> oh, my God. It was retired, and I let him have it. I don't think we're talking about the same thing, man. Probably the not. Th- the, the three ain't your number. It the was It was for is, uh, It was for the season that I ran it, yeah. I'm talking about Dale Earnhardt. Uh, right? Who's that? Nobody knows who that is. No. Whatever, bro. <laughs> it's that, Jason Collins, number three. You heard it you here first. You heard it. Close to intimidating, so I don't want to hear it from you. I heard right. you bench press like 113 pounds. So if I'm lucky, <laughs> yeah, probably like 80. <laughs> All right, Xfinity picks. Who's going first? I can go first. I don't care because yeah, you might as well. All right, so Tony Iverson. Tony Iverson. Tony Allen. Iverson, he uh, is the he is the answer this week. No, we talking about practice, not a game. Robinson, who do you think it's going to be? Keith Hackney. Of course, he takes the easy way. Out. All right, it's the uh, to take him. Oh my God, Michael Robinson. Oh, Jason, I hate you. I swear to God, if Michael wins, I can't be a fan of him anymore now. (laughs) He's going to win. He's going to win. I'll be so pissed. He's going to win. I can feel it. I'm still a fan. Michael, if you're listening, I'm still a fan. If you win, I'll I'll never leave you. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Moving on to the Cup Series. Who we got? Anybody want to go first? Alex, you want to go first? I, I went first. Yeah, you Yeah, go so first. Robinson goes first this time. Who are you going to pick? Huffman. Oh, I like it. I like it. Who else? That's, what you got, Alex? Uh, oh, you're going to put me up. All right. Uh, oh, man. This is a tough one. John Kinder. He's not even going to be there. Is he not? No, bro. Do I, do I get to repick it? Yeah. All right, man. I thought that man. I was feeling pretty good about that. To be honest with you. Um, yeah, he he won't make it for the rest of the season due to real life racing. That's right. Um, man, I wanna Nick Mills. Nick Mills. All right. Mills. So I think it's gonna be either. Winners or bridges based on somebody's going to push them up there. Hmm. Mm, I like that. I like that thinking. So let's, let's, let's say bridges. I'm going to go with bridges this week because bridges, I done heard they got a whole team coming in just to push that guy to the win. Uh, yeah, which I don't know. There might be some guys on YNH to watch out since we got a, a whole other gang of fellas coming, but. We'll, we'll see what we got. Hey, Daytona Dave might get another one. You never know. Man, wouldn't that be something? <laughs> that would be. That would be. 
So that wraps up our picks for the week. Uh, I guess that's time for the good old uh, Alex, uh, uh, Alex and Alex outro. Alex Robinson, go ahead, buddy. Give us your uh, rundown. Where are you at this weekend? Oh, it's opening weekend. I'm pumped. It's opening weekend at Bridgeport. We have Sprint Car Sunday. But before that, it is technically opening weekend, Saturday night, Ron Face Memorial, 305 USAC. East Coast four nope nope four cylinders are Sunday street stocks and six oh twos. Hey, then Sunday it's the four cylinders, the big block mods, and four ten sprint cars. One second, I'm gonna die here. He's gonna die, but I heard the bang bangers are coming, which is all that oh, all that every week every that, week we have bang all bangers. that matters. I don't know whose camera's going out of focus. Me and you are both going out of focus. That's me. Mine's too. Yeah, yeah, a little bit of both. All that racing action. We have a whole bunch of stuff. USAC's coming for Eastern mm-hmm. Storm. We get a high limit race with Kyle Larson and Brad Sweet in October. Uh, All-Star Circuit Champion Super Dirt Car Series and the Extreme Midgets are all coming. I'm pumped. It's going to be fun. You can catch every race except for the Extreme Midgets and Super Dirt Car. Those are going to be on Dirt Vision. Everything else is on Flow every Saturday, some Sundays. Some, I think we have a Wednesday show and we have a Thursday show. So, and if you if you can't watch it the night of, we have replays all the Flow. So I will be on Flow every single week. You get to see this lovely face. Get used Man. to it because I ain't going anywhere anytime soon. I just wish that I didn't know anything about race cars because extreme midgets would mean something very different. (laughs) 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 And I would like to watch that too. Oh, God. But with that said, extreme midgets and all, it's time to give a shout out to our lovely, wonderful, spectacular sponsors, starting with the Kinder Performance Group. John Kinder, um, as Jason said, will not be with us for the rest of the season, even though I tried to pick him to win this race. He's doing real life racing and he mm-hmm. supports this league in real life. So if you can go give his Facebook page a like, go you need check a him cart? out. That's your yep. man. That is the dirt cart man. Mm-hmm. Holler at your boy. Um, Huffman Designs. Scott Fritz designs. I kind of lump them together. Maybe they're rivals. Maybe they're friends. I don't really know. They both do graphic design stuff. They'll set you up with a hot scheme if Alex will respond to your messages. Um, But yeah, they both do great work. Uh, All their cars always look awesome. I'm kind of jealous. I wish I had that kind of skill, but I don't. That's why my cars look like they do. They're just funny. Um, (laughs) But kicker. Um, the guys that are not in the playoffs, you're all racing for one. If you already have one, two is better than one, three is better than two, and four is better than three. Um, I've I've said it a bunch of times, even though I still don't have mine working with the computer update, but it adds a whole additional dimension to your sim racing, lets you feel that tire slip, uh, lets you feel revs rumble strips the whole thing it makes it so much easier than to just rely on these things and i'm Mm -hmm. pointing to my headset if you're just listening to us um another one of my favorite sponsors red rocket buildings and barbecue they'll build you a building and they'll 
build you a barbecue. I thought they'd sell you barbecue, but they'll sell you something to make barbecue with, which is almost as cool. I'd rather just have food. I don't really like to cook that much, but if I had to, I'd buy barbecue from those guys. Elevated outdoors. What do I do, Jason? Get high outside. I get high outside. That's right. Last, certainly not least, WJM Motorsports. These dudes are all over iRacing right now, running mm -hmm. officials every night, getting paid for wins. If you think you've got what it takes to hang, maybe go talk to WJM. Bill Mulfield. Bill Mulfield. They've got the uh, stripes of honor. Uh, I feel like I said Folds of honor. Which folds of honor which is insane because i'm actually a veteran i was gonna do it i don't have enough time i've got to do this bluegrass stuff and have a family and all that stuff mm -hmm. but uh super cool group of guys um everybody i've met from w wjm all all good guys fun to race with clean racers fast racers check them out hit them on the facebook they've got like several different they've got a live stream page they got a got website the WJM too page they got their website Mm -hmm. wjm.org.com backslash alex is the coolest man on the face of the planet Something all like that, that good stuff yep i think that's the link if you go to that i'll get a hundred dollars that's what they told me that's what bill said also cody told me that too um that's episode 22 <laughs> um you can take that to the bank um we got a couple more super speedways this week we'll be be back Hopefully the Sunday, if me and Jason get the schedule coordinated and one of us doesn't fall asleep, it was me mm. this time. Um, yeah, Nothing. which is not normal. I know no. you guys would expect it to be Jason, but it was me this time. Um, but yeah, we'll be back. We'll be covering the playoffs. And uh, I can't wait. I'm glad, Alex, that you joined us. Finally, I know we've been talking about it for several weeks. Finally had the voice of flow. Get out of here with that crap. It's your name in the Discord. I'm not calling you anything other than that. Mr. Thank Flow. You for joining us. Now he's Mr. Asphalt. He's no longer Mr. Dirt or Mr. Flow. He's Mr. Asphalt because he's been on the Bluegrass iRacing podcast. I'm Jason. That's Alex. That's Alex. See ya. <laughs>